You are listening to the Catholic Exchange Podcast. Hello and welcome. This is Michael Litchens coming to you from the very snowy studios in New Hampshire. It is very good to have you here today on the Catholic Exchange Podcast. Today we're celebrating St. Saturnius and his companions, the martyrs in the early church. And I wanted to bring to you today a little reading, again, from Jacqueline Bousset from Meditations for Lent. As you know, Lent is coming up in just a matter of days now. This is the last Sunday before Lent, and then we have Ash Wednesday and we start Lent up. We have a lot of resources at Catholic Exchange to help you have the best Lent we can, and this is just one of them. We published this as Love Your Enemies on February 12th. You can read that at CatholicExchange.com and pick up the book at our shop or at SophiaInstitute.com. Love Your Enemies Jesus often spoke about the obligation of fraternal charity. He took us beyond the prohibition of killing or even striking a brother. He said we must not become angry with our brother, no show our bitterness towards him by injuring him in any way. If we have a dispute, we must be easily reconciled. Must not seek to bring our disagreement to an end by taking it before a judge, nor even seek a mediator to heal our division. For Christ is the mediator of our reconciliation. It is the spirit of his charity and grace that should animate us. We ought to be willing to bend so that together with our brother we can be mutually accommodating. He said that if we come to sense some bitterness in our brother's heart, we must take care to appease him and to prefer a reconciliation to sacrifice. But he pushes the obligation still further and uproots the spirit of vengeance. An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, chiefly Exodus 21:24. This is what was permitted of old, and it seems to be a certain kind of justice. But Jesus does not allow a Christian either to do it himself or to seek satisfaction in this way. If the public authority punishes crimes, the Christian does not prevent it. He respects public order. But for his part, far from avenging himself, upon the one who strikes him, he turns the other cheek. He would rather give his coat to the one who would steal his shirt than seek to legal a redress for such a small matter and thus burden his mind with legalism and resentment. He will more willingly walk two miles with someone who would force him to walk one than seek justice for himself, or even dream of causing harm to the one who had hurt him. The tranquility of his heart is more dear to him than the possession of anything that injustice could take away. And if a breach of charity were required to recover something that had been taken from him, he would not want it at any price. O gospel, how pure you are! O teaching of Christ, how worthy of our love you are! Yet alas, how poorly we Christians respond to it, and how little worthy we are so lovely a name! Give to him who begs from you, and do not refuse, as is so often done, him who would borrow from you. Matthew 5.42 Do what you can to care for those who suffer. Be beneficent. The sum of the world's riches does not equal the price of these two virtues, nor the reward they will gain for us. Here then are the three degrees of charity toward our enemies. To love them, to do good to them, to pray for them. The first is the source of the second. If we love, we give. The last is the one we think is the easiest to do, but it is in fact the most difficult, because it is also one of those that we must do in relation to God. Nothing should be more sincere, nothing more heartfelt, nothing truer than what we present to the one who sees all even into the depths of our heart. Let us examine these three degrees. Do love, to do good, and to pray. 
What is it to love those whom you love? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? Matthew 5.46-47 It is not for nothing that you are offered an eternal inheritance and an unchanging happiness. It is not to leave you indifferent or worse than the pagans. And again, that was Jacqueline Bousset from Meditations for Lent, which you can pick up on CatholicExchange.com's site from our shop or from SophiaInstitute.com anytime you'd like. Sophia will be running this and running specials throughout Lent, so I do highly recommend you pick it up. It's really helpful. The chapters are short. What you just read right there was a chapter. They're so easy to read right before prayer, right before Mass, or to incorporate it into your spiritual readings. So I highly encourage you to do so. Otherwise, let me know what else you think you're doing for Lent or any questions you'd like us to address. I'm always available at editor at catholicexchange.com, and I want to hear from you. We do this all for you. We want to make saints in our own time, and this is one of the ways we hope to do it. I hope you all are having a wonderful week. If you're not in snowy weather, stay where you are. If you are in snowy weather, see this as a time for prayer and contemplation. (laughs) Otherwise, God love you all. Have a wonderful week.